recapping back from a little vacation. I'm Alex Christensen, and here as always, he now has, I believe, a six-show lead on me in terms of doing shows now. Looking good. Spent some time outside, which you might be able to notice as you can see his sunglass tan, ladies and gentlemen. Andy, how was your weekend? Yeah, I went to the pool. Me and the boy went to the pool, and the sun was hot. It's still hot. It's been a hot summer. I want it to be like 72 this sucks, but whatever. I'm indoors. I got a fan on me now. And yeah, it was a good weekend. Euro started. NBA has been exciting. I made some baseball bets through some friends, and uh, that didn't turn out too bad. I still need football back. I haven't bet any hockey yet. I really have stayed away. I've really stayed away from that. But oh, it's been a, it's been cool. I think now I'm three, three and one in the Euros. So like, honestly, I'm not a soccer expert. I'm not gonna pose as a soccer expert if i could just break even for this tournament betting every single match i would be super happy i have live bet a little too so i'm actually up okay, just, a, been fun. just a titch but for now um yeah obviously scotland did not look so good although if anybody's familiar with xg what's the uh what's the nba equivalent of that the shot quality thing we looked at after a yeah game? Yeah, expected shots, expected make, shot quality. I don't know if they have an official term for it, but yeah, the expected goals have been high for a couple of these teams, especially uh, the, Scott and the Scottish today. Yeah, nothing nothing better than losing a bet and then seeing the XG numbers and realizing your team probably should have scored a couple of goals. Would have been nice, even just a draw, get me my money back. But either way, we'll move on. I do have a couple of picks. Before we get to the, the American sports, I did promise – I will continue. It looks like the timing of these is going to be um, where there's a noon game and there's like a, what, three or four o'clock game. So I'll probably just pick the morning game every day on Twitter or BetSports, and then we'll talk about the late ones. I will pick every single game. I did pick every single game. I am going with the under probably. And you know what? If you want to add a first half under here too, that doesn't hurt. I think Oh, today, you know, obviously today we had a first score, but man, out of like the first five games, I think four of them stayed scoreless and half. It's four, three, and one. Yeah. If you, if you want to just bet all these, all these first half unders or a scoreless, scoreless draw pays like, you know, plus 150 or better. So you you can get some good numbers and just straight up bet these all through the groups and get after it. I guess whatever you want to do with that, but I will just be betting the under two hopefully we just see a, a one uh, a one nil result here. I honestly don't know who wins. Like obviously Lewandowski, very good. I think he's the leading scorer in the Bundesliga this year. He doesn't, he's not as good. It, it's a lot harder to play with. I, I don't want to talk shit about the rest of the Polish team, but Bayern Munich is better than the Polish team is in general. Like it's a very high end team in a really, I don't know, high scoring, fast paced league really. But it's a little different when he does get to international play. So hopefully they can keep him stymied. My guy, I have him on my, I, I've been doing DFS. I've been doing Euros DFS, Alex, too. Like I'm a little, a little. How does that even work? Ashamed. What do you get points for? Uh, like Just winning, goals? winning Assists? aerial battles. Uh, you go I mean, look at the scoring. It's what, yeah, like, like completed passes. It's, it's honestly ridiculous stuff, but uh, I do have a defender or center back or something from, I uh, plays for Inter Milan and his name is Milan. Um, so hopefully he can put the, put the clamps down on Lewandowski. We end up with the under here and then Spain. Uh, so we've been back and forth on this. Myself and producer Dan talked a bunch about Spain off the air with the, the COVID stuff. And they're going, I think this is a team that's going to get like, the vaccinations during the tournament, which 
I don't know if that's the best idea with some of the, some of the uh, side effects people have experienced. No. I even got sick when I got my second shot. I don't know which shot they're getting, but for now, I'm still spain positive. I bet them to win to nil. You should be able to find this, honestly, anywhere that offers yeah. uh, soccer betting. It's just they win the game and the other team doesn't score at all. It's winning by a shutout. So they have to win at least one nothing. So win to nil plus one, one, one plus 11. So if I maybe I'll just split these and make a, a very small amount of money. Maybe I can get a, I actually could get a push on the poll. And I've gone one, one, and one two days in a row. So I need one of these to win, probably Spain and Poland to push for that to continue. Otherwise, I'll have more. I'll have more uh, soccer to go through all week, honestly. Yeah, it's been fun to have the games on. I, I just love the timing. It's really nice to have a sport on at nine o'clock in the morning, and you get another one at noon. Little break, you get one later. It's just really fantastic. So yeah, I've been betting the first half unders. Actually, what I've been doing Andy is my plan was for all the teams' first games. First half under, find whatever I can at plus money, and then take the under ones, parlay those together. And if I get to the third game, try to find a goofy way to middle it, like with an over a half or something like that. So um, it's worked out a couple times, but it's been fun. These teams start tend to start very slow because it's not players that some guys are used to playing with and not necessarily the style. So we'll see how that goes. So far, it's so good. Like I said, 4-3-1 and one overall, I think. I've been, And I've enjoyed – I actually enjoy these on the weekdays more. Like I enjoyed having that weekday game more like the weekend. I want to be doing stuff. Like I went to the pool. We went to the driving range. I didn't get to catch all the soccer. Like I want, I, I want this. I'm doing work and having the, the match on on a different screen. So this is, I'm going to enjoy this all week. 15 matches. Yeah. I think 15 matches, five, five days, three a day. So that'll be yep. a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, it's, it's also a big week in the, the wide world of golf. We have the, That's right. US this Open. is my favorite. Well, second, this, the masters is the best. Yeah, I'm probably going to have to agree with you. If I had to rank majors, Masters is number one with a bullet. This is probably number two. I don't know, PGA Championship. It's closer be, for me. Yeah, it might be last. Uh, oh, I'm the not PGA sure Championship's where... definitely last. Yeah, I, I think the Open's probably third. I'm going to sit with the Open and third. But yeah, US, US Open first look, obviously, I'll get with some more matchups, more stuff later. I'm, Garrick Higo in a couple matchups. That felt very good to win but it felt very bad since i didn't have any exposure i had a very small top 20 on him it would have been nice for him to actually win um or actually not win truthfully i was almost cheering against him i couldn't fully do it because i knew some people that had his all right so good for him goofy tournament now we're on to a much more normal field this is uh obviously a full not only a full field but a lot you know, all the top players here the south course at torrey pines you do see this as a different tour stop but they play both courses and this will just be at the one course. So four rounds, same course. We'll get deeper into detail tomorrow and approaching the green, but I did grab a couple of early looks, just, you know, easy oosty on these, uh, these West coast greens here. I'm going to take him for his, again, I don't love putting prowess as a reason to bet, but he's been playing well and he does putt well in these surfaces. And then Patrick Reed, just at a number that, I mean, he's 25 to one other places. Finding a 33 on him, he's a major champion. He can play well. He can grind it out. It is a bit of a – it's a longer course. I don't think that's the real test here. The rough is nasty. I don't know how accurate of a driver I'm looking for. I haven't dug completely in, but very little water. There's only water on one hole. It's really like don't get yourself lost in the deep stuff, and you'll be all right. So Reed and Usti for some early looks. Like I said, I'll have more stuff going out as we get through the week, I'm sure I'll have a S load of matchups because they are 
you know, it's a it's a major. There's going to be 150 of them out there. I can't wait more. to start looking at all the derivatives. Get oh God, yeah. First, first for the hole in one stuff, hole in one by round stuff. Oh yeah, props for sure. There'll be plenty of props this week. But uh, you were gone all week. I was. But the Sixers haven't lost since you've left. Are you nervous about coming back? Um, I felt a little better after the last game. I still think that Atlanta's due to have a bounce back shooting performance. I think that the loss of Danny Green is something that is maybe a little underrated. I complain about him quite a bit, but defensively, he's a nice piece to have on the floor. He does occasionally make the three pointers, even though I only really seem to ever see the ones he misses. Um, when I start to look at that overall, you know, still feel good about our Sixers bet here, Andy. We just got, you know, we need two more wins here against the Hawks to get the first half of our each way. And then we're, in, I think, in pretty good shape in the Eastern Conference Finals. Fingers crossed. I don't want to get too confident, but we did have a look tonight. Again, talking about Danny Green, him being out, you take him off the floor. The 76ers defense gets a little worse and maybe the offense gets a little better. I looked into it. It's about the same, but you know, I like to casually think that it gets better because he's not out there doing goofy stuff, but I think we're going to see a lot more points tonight. As I start to look here at the total, I'm seeing 225. I think it's ticked up a little bit, starting to get to 226. That's fine. You know, books are basically sticking to the lines that they've had. It is an adjustment. Well, it's basically the same line, actually, that they had for game three, actually, as I'm looking at it right now. It's 225 then. You know, I think we'll see some shooting regression for the Hawks. I think the Sixers, again, will move the other way. Maybe they'll shoot a little bit worse. But with Danny Green out and looking at the way this series has gone, just a lot of factors for me driving to a lot of points tonight. So hopefully it's a lot of points in the Sixers win, Andy. But I'm betting on a lot of points. Yeah, hopefully the Sixers score like 150, then we probably don't have to worry too much about this. Although, remember that Nets game one, like what did the Nets score and we still couldn't find an over? Uh, it's like 130 or 140. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but rough, I try not enough. to think about Nets totals. I'm just going to go back no. this year and try to find a way to like delete that. from everything. Just going to delete that from our mind. So look, yeah, it looks like two, <laughs> 225 and a half is widely available. So yeah, that's fine. You, something you'd still play that. And yeah. you know what? We muddled our way through the NBA. In fact, I even had a winner. And again, it was one of those where <clears throat> we got to talking about it in the NBA chat. I agreed when I agree with the smart people in there. I bet it. I bet early. I took the under in yesterday's Nuggets game at like 230 and a half. You know, it cleared by like 25 points. And I opened up some books this morning to do some shopping for golf and uh, soccer. And I had a pleasant surprise with one of the balances. And I said, well, what happened there? And I'd forgotten all about that game, which I even talked about in the air. So, yeah, the, the under got there in a hurry. But we did definitely miss you for tennis. I just uh, – heartbreak for me with uh, Sitsipas. He got there, though, no hedge because I'm just a, you know – That's the life stubborn, you live. Stubborn rockhead like that. But we are – we're in the grass season, aren't we? We are. We're on grass. No more clay. We'll get back to hard courts later. There will probably be some clay. We're on the grass, which is honestly one of my favorite surfaces. It is really fast. Um, you know, obviously the ball really explodes the way they cut it. Um, but there's also an opportunity to put a lot more spin on the ball. You'll see a lot more um, serve and volley play, which I like quite a bit. So it's a little different style of game. And it's also interesting in that it's hard to go back and find a lot of history with these players on grass. Most of these women don't grow up really playing on it very much. There's very few grass courts outside of Europe. It's something that I really advocate for. And if we do someday ever get an overarching body that runs tennis, can we turn the Asian swing into like a grass court swing thing? That would be really great. But we've got a couple tournaments this week. Um, the men and women are in 
London, or actually the United Kingdom and uh, Germany as well. The women will start um, in Berlin. I've got an underdog here, two of them to start. Ludmilla Samsonova um, just uh, had a nice week last week coming off. Um, again, that week, uh, plus 115 against Marketa Vondrusova. Vondrusova, a higher-ranked player, generally um, regarded higher, just kind of um, as an average, ten- just in general. As you start to look at the surfaces again, she is one of the players that has even less grass matches than anyone else. So happy to take Samson Nova, who has had a little success in grass, has played um, some grass last week already against Vondrusova here, who's coming in cold as an underdog. Um, Serona Kirstea, we're going to take as a big underdog here, Andy, plus 270, just a half unit, but we continue to fade Garbina Muguruza, who does not look right. Yes. She's not seem to be 100% grass. healthy. Yeah, grass, again, a good surface for her. She has a nice volley game. Uh, she's won Wimbledon before. It just doesn't look right here. Kirstea on a really nice upward trajectory now. She's barely played any grass at all, but I think that she has the game for it and should be able to adapt. At the very least, there's a bunch of value in this number. And then a very rare over here, Andy, of 21 and a half. I generally avoid 21 and a half, but we're on grass here. And it's okay to kind of tick your totals up about half a game or so. There's just a higher rate of service. As you start to look at things, there are a little bit longer matches. And Veronica Kudermatova is going to play Carolina Mahova here. This will be a great match if you're up in time to watch it. All these matches are around 5, 6 in the morning Eastern time. Again, um, the ones in London, the ones in Berlin are a little bit early, around 4 a.m. Eastern. But if you're on and this is on, should be a great watch. I think we'll definitely get a tie break here. Um, so really happy to get the over 21 and a half. You're out of Hunga 22 myself. So three picks in Germany, Andy. Really, and quick too, if you want to explain it a little to the casuals who maybe didn't pay attention when you talked a little as we switched to clay season, like the difference in totals on from clay to, you know, clay compared to grass. Yeah, it, it was a big adjustment upwards. As you look at totals in general, as you start to, you know, stratify the data out, totals, the average total is basically a hardcore total. You bump that up about half game to grass, you bump it down about half game to clay. So it gives you about a one game or so, you know, rough numbers. It's a little less than that. And it's obviously different for certain players. You also have to take into account indoors and altitude and things like that. But in general, you have about a one game difference, I find, between clay and grass. So that is, again, one of the reasons I'm more comfortable playing the 21 and a half when I know a lot of times I talk about drawing the line at 21 or needing, you know, plus money on that 21 and a half. So happy to play that 21 and a half. I think he even played minus 115 on that one. I ain't scared. It's grass. Right. All right. Where are they at in uh, Where are they at in the UK? I didn't know. Is it Queens? The men are in London. That's almost at all. I know. I almost just said London, but the women are in Birmingham. We've got another three money lines here. Two um, decent size underdogs. Again, these will be half unit plays for me. And then um, we've got a small favorite there. As we start to look at the underdogs, Lauren Davis plus two hundred. Again, someone who has played a couple matches on grass already, built a little bit of form. Really thought she had a couple nice results last week in a tournament that I think turned out to be a little better than expected. She's playing Elena Ostapenko, a very good player, someone that we love and um, like to back quite a bit. But as a big favorite is generally someone I like to go against. So happy to take plus 200 here again, you know, similar to what we talked about um, with Samson over in the early match. Someone who has been playing some grass, has a little form versus somebody coming in cold. Similarly, Polona Herzog, who has some good results on grass. She is one of the players that generally um, does well in these few tournaments that they have per year. She is plus 200 against Daria Kasatkina, someone who generally does very poorly here. Uh, this one, actually, for me, I put a whole unit on this one. I, I have this like closer to plus 140. Um, I could even make a case for being closer than that. Again, Kasatkina's had a nice season. 
Um, although is someone that you generally think of more as a pusher, actually has done well in faster conditions, but this number is just way out of line for me. And then the final one, Stojanovic made the semifinals last week, coming in in really nice form. I'm seeing minus 130. I would play this up to minus 135, maybe draw the line right about there. Minus 140 is probably still okay. Play it Anastasia Potapova, a young player who has, again, a ton of skill, has some success here, but coming in cold, hasn't played on grass yet. And as someone that's a very kind of high variable player, she either is going to win this match by a lot or, or lose. And in almost all the scenarios, I kind of have her losing here. I just really like this spot for Stojanovic. So even though it's a little juicy, we'll lay the juice there. So we're back in full force, Andy. It's Monday. We've got tennis. And we need like a Peaky Blinders background for these picks if we're going to do Birmingham all week. I kind of got that. I, I mean, I got, I got the, I don't have it shaved all the way down on the sides, but Birmingham. I mean, that's, I, I think I'm on the right side. Birmingham, but yeah, I'm excited about this grass. I like grass tennis. Play is obviously still my favorite, but I do like great grass tennis. Maybe I just like grass tennis because I know it's like the lead up to Wimbledon and Wimbledon's such a good event. And there's not yeah. like some long ass grass season. It's not like clay where you traverse all around Western Europe before we finally get to France. It's uh. It's what Wimbledon's in what like three weeks? I think it's about two or three weeks. Yeah, it, it comes right up on you. So excited for that. Excited for tennis picks to be back. I didn't get a lot to put in. And do follow Alex on Twitter at noops uh, at underscore noops. You can see it right at the bottom of the screen there. Nicosta's favorite handle. Outrights, yeah. You had outrights on this tournament as well. If you want to make yeah, sure you're getting some getting in some outrights, including Mrs. Hairsog at or miss. I don't know if she's married. 100 to 1 for this tournament. You'll like her talk, by the way, for those of you that like the tattooed tennis players, but she's fun. Um, Again, I like her in that first match, and I think, again, there's a bunch of value in the outright price. (laughs) Those are tough. (laughs) Yeah, those won't open up for a little bit. So in Birmingham, it was Herzog, Stojanovic, and Zhang. You can see the numbers there, and then in um, what did I do in Berlin? Rybakina, Bencic, and uh, Samsonova. So a couple there, if, if those open up. Um, but those will be tough, obviously, to give out here because there's matches happening right now. They're playing tennis as we speak. Madison somebody Keys in the, is beating the <clears> pants <throat> off Magdalena Freck. Somebody in the chat there says, Alabama, great tennis weather. I don't think that's the same place, but there is Birmingham down there. So uh, They have grass there. Let's do it. That's the thing. Like There should be more grass courts. I've never seen one. We just have hard court up here. It's Minnesota. We certainly don't How have How do we get play. like Miami? That's perfect weather for that, right? I think that's a different kind of grass. It's a little, they have different lawns down there. I mean, you should yeah, pay attention. I mean, they got golf about. courses. I mean, you get a couple of those guys together. You should be able to figure something out. I don't know I if you want to play tennis on centipede grass. You need a nice soft fescue. I'm not even sure what kind of grass we use. I would use rye, I guess, because we're it's, out of our, it's we're out of our, our, our element here. We well, are out of our, we're out of our, we're, yeah, we're out of our depth. I wouldn't know what, I would play on rye if I were playing. I don't know. I'm going to go look that up okay, right now. But into a movie. Yeah. We, uh, quick thanks to the sponsor to close things out, I suppose. $500 risk-free bet at WinBet. You can bet euros. You can bet tennis. You can bet anything, literally. And it's free. It's risk-free. Somebody in the chat said, I missed the euro picks. I took Poland under and Spain to win to nil. You can always rewind, too. It's on YouTube. Check it out. There it is. Look at that. Dan popped it up quick. So, um, $500 risk-free bet. The links are in our pinned tweet at Brown Bag Bets. Follow us there. Follow us on Twitter. Thanks for Alex for returning. I wasn't sure you'd ever come back. Glad to see you even shaving Alex playoff beard starts now. Let's go Sixers. And That's yeah, right. deep dive tonight, approaching green tomorrow. Since I stopped shaving. It's yeah. 
it's a thing. And I put on the Sixers hat in the Nintendo game. So with that, give us a thumbs up in YouTube if you are there. If you're not, go over there. Give us a YouTube like. And uh, we'll check you tomorrow for more stuff.